Good morning. Speak, friend, and enter the Bag End Book Club. I'm Nora. I'm joined by M. Hi. And Jackson. What up? And Autumn. That's me. That's you. Um, what happened in the Silmarillion this week? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> wow, we're really, this is going to be a no. five-minute podcast. No, <laughs> no, no. No ramble. No nothing. Be mean. It's a, good, it's a good book. We're having a good time. We've started yeah. Silmarillion. We read chapters one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Autumn, tell me about uh, of the beginning of days. Uh, yeah, give me one sec. I'm centering myself. You're reading the book. <laughs> well, no, it's just there's a lot of names to keep track of. Yeah. And it's, it's, I was like having to reference um, the previous chapter a little bit to be like, who who's this person? Okay. He's the water guy, right? All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> the beginning of days. Uh, fuck, dude, I do not know how to summarize this. I'm sorry, I'm doing my best. Okay, so when all of the Valar set up on Middle Earth, uh, they, you know, the Earth is still in its primordial state. Melkor is off hiding over the edge of the world. They're like, what do we do? And like, well, we need to make everything ready for when uh, the children of Iluvatar show up. So they make two big lamps um, that uh, are filled with light and they're on high pillars in the north and the south of the world. Remember, there's a flat world, just a big disc. One's in the north, one's in the south. And they illuminate the entire Earth for like endless day where everything grows and it's good. Um, it's not too hot. It's just nice. And in the middle, it's like where the two lights mingle, and that's the best. Um, and they just chill out. And then Melkor comes and hates the lights because they're good and throws them down. Um, and it causes the whole world to be plunged into darkness once again. And everyone's sad. And all of the Valar retreat to the far west uh, where they're going to stay. And uh, they're like, what do we do now? It's like, well, there's the stars, of course, that'll light the way. But we need to do something for like ourselves. And... Um, it's like, uh, who sings the trees into being? I don't remember. Uh, Yavanna. Yeah. Yavanna starts singing and two trees uh, erupt in, uh, in Valinor. And one is a dark green leaves and silver light. And one is uh, like spring green trees and a uh, tree with golden light. And the two lights wax and wane. And because it is a thing that is uh, in a cycle, this is the beginning of time as normal people would understand it because now there's something to count that isn't just a constant. Um, and it, you know, there's a part where the lights intermingle, but one go, one is brighter than the other. And sometimes they meet in the middle. Um, and that's how they chill. Um, and, uh, the, you know, the, they're, they just are like, we're going to wait until, uh, until the, uh, children show up. Um, and then there's some commentary at the end. Outside yeah, there's specifically narrative. Yeah, it's about the doom of men, right? Yeah, yeah, about um, the gift of men. Well, it depends yeah. on who you ask. But basically, <laughs> there's going to be the second music, mm-hmm. and men get to be part of that. But nobody knows what happens to elves at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like you know, touched upon once again that like elves can be killed. But they just kind of go somewhere else, and then sooner or later, they they might show back up. No one really knows what that means, or no one who's not an elf knows what that means anyway. Yeah. They're just bound to the earth forever. Stuff we've Mm -hmm. covered. Yeah. And it also says they are to be sad. 
<laughs> yeah, that's their whole Damn deal is just <laughs> moping, having a mope. Yep. Can't confirm. <laughs> the um the two trees have three names each. The wiki uses Telperion and Laurelin as the 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 offhand names. Mm-hmm. But obviously they have multiple names. This is still Tolkien writing. <laughs> But also, we get it um, repeated that Melkor, he wants to fuck with everything, but he doesn't want to fuck with Tolkus. Yeah, no. Tolkus, he's like, ah, oh, never mind. I'm going to wait for Tolkus to like get tired and take a nap from building and making and crafting and helping make the world happen and everything. Um, and I think Manway as well. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah. Because when they, the two of them show up, Melkor runs away. Um, we should be saying Morgoth, right? Because he's not Melkor after he enters the world. This chapter refers to him as Melkor, so... They will switch correct. to Morgoth at some point, and then we can just use hmm. the words in the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, once they show up, he skedaddles. He, uh, he hides out behind the walls of night, waiting for his chance. Yeah, which as far as I can tell means literally he's like over the edge of the world into whatever's yeah. not he's not in like the primordial void, but whatever's on if you if you, if you rode a ship over the lip of a medieval world, he's whatever's over the edge of that. Mm-hmm. Whatever's not lit up by the two lamps. Yeah, maybe he's on the other side of it, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, where it flips. Yeah, absolutely. I guess that's I um, that's what Tolkien was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> now I'm thinking, wait, is that Sinbad or am I? I'm getting confused. No, it's it's part. It is part of the Caribbean. Okay, I think Sinbad. They have to sail off the edge and fly the ship into the stars. Anyway, of Ole and Yavanna. <laughs> uh, so Ole really wants the children of Iluvatar to show up, and he's he's very impatient. Um, doesn't mean any malice by it, but he's like, what if I just made some guys? What if instead of waiting for the guys to show up and we don't know, it could be 20,000 years. We have no idea. What if I made some guys? So he fashioned some guys in the image of what he remembered guys looking like. Um, and these are the dwarves. They're just made of stone and he carved them and he was trying to teach them language because he could like, you know, he has the magical being, but they weren't, they weren't people. They were just like, like, you know, like golems, not golem, golems or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, automatons. He's trying to teach them language. And Luvatar comes to him in a vision. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, oh, I just, <laughs> ma- I was making guys. Uh, and he's like, why, why are you making guys? Is it not good enough that we gave, that I gave you the whole earth and there's going to be guys that I made? Did you want to assert my power? And he's like, no, 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 no. I was just making guys. Uh, they specifically liken it to like a child emulating their parents. Uh, right. No, no harm done. And he's like, all right. You want guys? Let there be guys. Um, and w- like while he's like while Luvatar is doing that, uh, um, Ale is like, "Oh, I'll smash the guys for you. I don't care." He picks up the hammer, goes to smash them, and they cower from the hammer, which was a thing they could not do, obviously, because they were all part of Ale's will. And they're guys. And he's like, "These are your guys. Uh, you can't have them yet, though, because I, you know, I had this whole thing in motion where there was going to be the elves and there's going to be humans, and so you guys are going to have to wait. I will like you can scatter them and they'll sleep." Until after the other guy, the other guys have shown up, and then your guys can wake up, and they'll exist. Um, 
and uh, he's like, okay, that's the thank you. I, mean, I wasn't he, expecting that. Thought I'd be in trouble. <laughs> he tries to be chill about being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so, yeah, they, the, the, these, this is the origin of the dwarves. Um, there's a whole thing here. Like the elves say that when dwarves die, they just turn back into stone. And uh, they say dwarves do not believe that. Uh, but no one knows exactly what's doing. Maybe Ale has a place set aside from the halls of the dead, and they'll also be bound to the earth. And this is why they think they might reincarnate. Because there was seven dwarf lords, and the, the idea is that when they died, uh, or dwarf fathers, when they died, they would come back as, like, later on as just those seven dwarf lords again. Mm-hmm. Um, they and, also uh, have a different name for Aule, which is Mahal. Yes. And their whole belief about that is that they think their goal is, okay, after the last battle after like the big apocalypse happens we're gonna fix the world that's what we're here to build and and you know repair the world i hope that's true it's sick yeah um anyway he goes home to yvonne's wife uh and it's like you'll never believe what fucking happened to me today (laughs) (laughs) and uh, he explains everything and she's like man you were real lucky that uh god is good because <laughs> otherwise he'd be smote he'd be smote directly into the ground um and then she asked some further questions like wait a second you made like crafty guys who are all like obsessed with like stone and rock and shit um you know you people need trees to build with right like people who build stuff like you you're always tearing up my gardens to like or my trees to make shit um they're gonna do this and he's like oh they won't mean anything by it. it'll be good unless they're you know corrupt on my milk or just like yeah what if <laughs> everything gets corrupted by Melkor. <laughs> you can't trust that. Um, and so she's all pouting about, um, you know, the potential deforestation of the earth. And she goes to Manway. Manway's like, why are you so down? It's like, well, my husband made these guys and they're going to show up someday and cut everything down. It makes it, it, like nature's doomed. And he's like, oh, that's, that's bad. You, just, what do you think would be a good solution about that? She's like, well, the, the birds and the, the beasts and all that can get away. They can just run away or they can fight back. Um, the trees can't. I think it'd be cool if there were some tree guys and the tree guys, when someone tried to cut down the trees would fuck up the guys. And I Manway's want guys like, too. <laughs> yeah. And then was like, well, I can't sign off on guys, but you know, <laughs> if you just think about it hard enough, maybe, um, and lo, there are new guys and those are the ends. <laughs> I love uh, that. Um, both dwarves and ants have the same problem of there's a lot of guys. There are not a lot of gals. <laughs> Um, yeah, specifically, uh, Manway's like, well, um, reflect on the music. And when she does, she realizes that like, when they were all instructed on their parts, they did sing about guys. They just didn't remember it. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. the part, like the trees actually join in song and those trees must be something special because trees don't sing typically. And, uh, just kind of forgot about it because it's a complicated song and it was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, no, they were always meant to be there. And so it is. They're ants. And that, that's why ants and dwarves are natural enemies. Oh, uh, this is also, um, this is also where the eagles are from as well. Yes. Right. Yes. Because they are special animals in the way that the ants are special trees. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why don't they just fly the eagles to Mordor? Because, <laughs> because <laughs> Manway is like, no, no, you're not allowed to interfere. Why don't they just fly Melkor to Mount <laughs> These are fun little stories. Yeah. Yes. I really uh, enjoyed these two chapters. 
The origin of the doors is, is really cool. I yes. <laughs> um, I I love the like, um. It's almost like Abraham and Isaac, the way that Ale is just like, all right, guess I'm going to kill my kids. <laughs> God told me to. <laughs> um, dwarves. They're fucking cool. Well, well yeah, dwarves. it's like it's like it like meshes together um, like the Binding of Isaac and like the Prometheus story, right? Into mm. one thing in a way that's really neat. Sorry, you can't say both the Binding of Isaac and Prometheus. It's Those not... are two parts <laughs> Those are of two <laughs> famous actual stories. But one, I never heard it called the Binding of Isaac, and two, Prometheus. It was movie. called the Binding of Isaac for decades, if not centuries, before uh, never heard it. The video game. <laughs> That's we... why the video game's called that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never heard that title before. Yeah, the Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac is the Wikipedia title for the Binding of Isaac biblical story, because that's what it's called. It's called the Binding of Isaac. Also, Prometheus is just a word. Well, I mean, Prometheus <laughs> a is name. a word because it's of the myth about Prometheus. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I agree. I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't know that. What I'm saying is like that's even more crazy. <laughs> like Binding of Isaac is at least a specific phrase that is ca- trademarked in a context in some way. If you made another game. Binding of, I guess Prometheus probably also. You couldn't make another movie called Prometheus, but whatever. There are still Prometheus things in other. Th- it's it comes up in a lot of things, Nora. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very common illusion. But guess what? Prometheus is the most recent Prometheus I've thought about. <laughs> the USCSS Prometheus. <sighs> I read a book when I was in elementary school that was like from the perspective of Prometheus. How did it end? I don't remember. I do remember that he's like. There? I feel like there might have been some birds. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember he talks to Sisyphus, and Sisyphus is like, "Man, I thought I had it bad." <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I... <laughs> when I Google Prometheus, the movie is the first thing to come up before the myth. Well, sure, but that's because the algorithm is like these two bitches keep googling alien stuff. I mean, it'd do that for all of us. Brands over culture. Yeah. I actually get Prometheus before the... Before I actually the get end. Prometheus monitoring system and time series database is my yeah, first... I get there you go. There you fucking go. First, but... Yeah. Anyway, as we were saying... <laughs> a modern Prometheus would be interesting. A um, modern Prometheus. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With, like, Daniel Radcliffe, maybe, and uh, James <laughs> No! What? What the fuck are you talking about? I, 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 don't, I don't know where the bit's gone. Nora <laughs> and I twice in the last week have ended up talking about Victor Frankenstein, the Daniel Radcliffe, James McAvoy Frankenstein oh. movie. Okay, because you yeah, say you a modern what? Prometheus, I'm like, oh yeah, you're talking about Frankenstein, because yes, Frankenstein yeah. is called Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. It was the lead to Daniel Radcliffe that I could not follow to save my life. Yeah, the idea that we would have followed that leap is crazy. (laughs) Oh, when you think of Daniel Radcliffe, you don't first think of that movie he did where he plays Igor. That's not the first thing that comes to your mind. Is that the the Swiss Army Man? Is that it? Is that where he plays Igor? No. Yes. It's actually. It's like it's actually a cameo on Spy Kids 3D. Is he? Is he the dead guy in Swiss Army Man? Or is he the alive guy who's piloting the dead guy? What is what is Swiss Army Man about? I haven't seen that movie. 
Uh, I'm just imagining Saw from that. Pretty sure Dan. Well, he's listed as Manny, which is a great name for a dummy. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure he's I, a dead guy. Yeah, Paul Dano's the alive guy whose weekends at Bernie week weekend at Bernieing. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, right? Yes. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. I only seen the trailers. Same. It feels like I've seen the movie, even though I only saw the trailer. <laughs> I've not even seen the trailers. I don't know what the fuck you're all talking about. I did not realize Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in that movie. People like that movie. I've not seen it. Yeah, people it'll... like that movie in like a way where sometimes they get like defensive about it. Like, oh, Swiss Army Man's like my favorite movie, and if you don't like it, fuck you. What? Mm. I wouldn't spend that on any movie made this century. I'd spend what movie would on... you spend it on? I spent it on Blues Brothers. Yeah, you know, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Blues Brothers. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it in a very long time. I remember liking it, but I, it's, it's been a very long time. I like um, Blues, the character from Mega Man. No. no. I want to say I'd spend that on Casablanca, but I don't know if I believe that in my heart. I would not oh, from Space Jam. I wouldn't. <laughs> God, I can't stand you. You married her. You married her. This is your fault. <laughs> you married her. That's the guy from Space Jam with the hat. <laughs> I have a particularly stupid version of this where I've not seen Casablanca but have seen Play It Against Sam. You should watch Casablanca. Is that Woody Allen or is that. Yeah, I watched that, you know, I mean, not before, but before I knew and cared, you know, when I. Yeah, Yeah, we've all seen. I was not alive. Everyone but Nora has seen some array of Woody Allen films. It's just. Yes. No, no, no. So I had this recently where I, I watched Murder in Manhattan, a Woody Allen film, years ago. And then when I watched Lady from Shanghai, I was like, oh, Woody Allen just stole the fucking mirror sequence? Fucking jackass. Wait, I've seen Toy Story. What? Woody. (laughs) Oh. Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I assume, I mean... Like I, I assume that's just a reference because it is the fa- it's a very famous sequence well, from the yeah. definition of Well, yeah, but I just when I watched this Woody Allen movie, I was like, oh, this this like like shootout in a hall of mirrors at the end is so cool. And then I watched Lady from Shanghai. I'm like, oh, he just stole it. <laughs> Imagining a guy watching um, John Wick two and thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen John Wick two. I didn't even finish well, John Wick one. I fell asleep. I was so sleepy. John Wick two is uh, significantly better. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. He shoots that gun. I wouldn't know. It's better. I wouldn't know. I, look, John Wick's I'm, I'm fine. Kinda, I'm kind of mid on John Wick 1. I'm kind of mid. I'm also mid on John Wick 1. I think the last 40 minutes are really boring, but. Yeah, um, that's the part I don't I think missed, John Wick so. 2 is like a brilliant film or like it's good. Is 2 the one with the with the underground? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember anything. From three that doesn't have. Lawrence I haven't Fishburne seen three, in it. so. Can I tangent I'm... slightly from there? Oh, sure, go. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is a Tolkien podcast where I read the Silmarillion two chapters at a time every week. I, well, I, I, so, <laughs> speaking of significantly better, yeah, Nora, you rated Return of the King four stars oh, on Goodreads yeah. on the basis that Fellowship is better and five stars. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm looking up, I'm using your profile, but I'm looking up my page to see if I did a Two Towers <laughs> one. 
because I don't remember. But yeah, I, Fellowship was my more favorite one, so I put. Well, it okay, but Fellowship being a five star book and you not liking Return of the King as much does not make Return of the King a four star book. Why not? Because it's still better because than most five every stars. other book. <laughs> That's not how I do ratings. You have not rated the two towers, it would seem. I have not rated the, the four-star two towers. Oh, wait. Oh, I, gave, I did give two towers five stars. No, no. I gave two towers five no, stars. No, this is my books. No, this is mine. Did, did you read Alien Sea of Sorrows? Yeah, but see, that column there is my oh, rating. Why does it have you? This isn't about you. This is great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Go click the two towers to see what you rated it. I would rate all of them five stars because yeah, I would book. rate all of them five stars because they're incredible. I don't know Lord if I'd rate all of them five Nora stars. But definitely rate Return of the King stars. five stars. I gave Return of the King in two towers four stars. He gave Fellowship five. That's how Insane. I do ratings. I think I would Insane. invert those. I think I would give Fellowship four and the other two five. Maybe I maybe would... two towers get four and Fellowship get. Five. I'm kind of stingy with my fives on books. I don't actually read really books anymore. Uh, I would probably. I just would. Lord of the Rings is one book. Lord of the Rings is a five star book. <laughs> This is how uh, I did Naruto, because, like, when I was going oh, rating God. Naruto on Goodreads, they all got four stars. Just, Naruto is when I stopped using it. Goodreads. Naruto <laughs> is the most aspirational four star you could give. Naruto's a three star book. But I oh, also Naruto a is a three star book. But when I started it, I was like, well, I gave the first volume four stars, so then the rest of them are going to get four. <laughs> there was a while where I was doing Goodreads that way. And whenever I was like reading a like long series, I would have to find okay, that one gets it. And now I just don't use Goodreads because it's trophy insane. <laughs> what a stupid question. That's a fake idea. You can- Gonna rate volume thirty-seven of Naruto different to the who cares? I use Goodreads to keep track of what I read, and so when I'm doing long series, I just give all the books in the series the same rating just to make it easy. <laughs> yeah, I I gave the other two four stars because they're not Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship is I, just my favorite of the three. This is I, just I just what I'm curious this. about. Because, like, I obviously, like, easily think that Two Towers and uh, Return of the King are better than um, Fellowship in the book. But I'm backwards in the movies. So I'm I'm curious how that will shake out on our rewatch. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, like, Fellowship of the Ring, functionally a flawless movie. One of the best movies ever made. Sorry. Uh, which I can't say for the other two, just because they get... There are changes made. That's where all the, like, weird <laughs> stuff happens. Um uh and especially now now that i know about how like return of the king is written i'm gonna be a real grump in that movie maybe uh we'll see i i don't know i'm very very excited to revisit the movies i wish goodreads had the letterboxed or backlogged thing where like it shows you what numbers a person is like uses more for their ratings Mm. because i want to know i feel like four is my most common one but it might not be i genuinely for me i i hand out five stars like candy so Five stars is like specifically like oh this is really good. this is like in my like little pantheon of like this is my favorite stuff you know <clears throat> I I'm I'm like oh am I just if I really like something it's five stars I, if I if I start overthinking it all that happens is I convince myself to like things less <laughs> yeah well, I have it specifically in four phrases right okay four stars is I liked it and da 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 da, da. Three is I liked it, but two is I didn't like it, but and then one mm. is I didn't like it and blah, 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 blah. 
And then five is like special. That's You've how got I the fucking Annie List profile. Here's my explaining rating. Yes, but I, I never can... fucking posted that because who cares? I, I've never had to defend my ratings before. I go by gut, but I do like I like that. However, if I give you a three star. <laughs> I like your rating system. However, you. <laughs> it's for me. Thank you. It is patently absurd to me that you would <laughs> say that Return of the King and the Two Towers are not like truly special books. If I had rated them all as the one book, it would be five stars. Yeah, But I, I rated just, them as I was reading them. I would just rate them all five stars. Well, I was true to my experience. Um, Naruto Volume 37 is during the Akatsuki Suppression Mission. It's uh, Shikamaru fighting Hidan, who I didn't even remember who he was until I Looked up a picture of him. I still don't actually remember him. I've just seen him now. Um, we could, is, is hang on. Is that the guy that Shikamaru like leaves to die in a hole? Yes, <laughs> that man was pretty metal. I just he had an he idea. Does, oh, you he go, doesn't you even go. die. He just leaves him in a hole forever. Yeah. <laughs> what was your idea? What was I your want, idea, Nora. Yeah, I want you to like get a bunch of images of um, like. Naruto villains. I'm not playing who's who be with Naruto. Just just send us images of Naruto villains and see if we can like tell you either the guy's name or his power. <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is more. I, this is more extra bonus. Nothing podcast. I mean, no, normally we just turn this one off and put this on a different podcast. But today it's all gone. <laughs> oh into no! Back that, end. I'm not saying that this is happening today. Absolutely not. <laughs> I we had we're coming this conversation an on VoIP about the guy from the first episode of Naruto. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> well, if we are wrapping up and, it's like, I, and, and we are already a far field, you see they put fucking Minas Tirith in Final Fantasy. I did. <laughs> yes. I, I walked in the door and our friend Rick had sent me an image of the Minas Tirith okay, city. Okay, good. Damn, I'm I'm annoyed because I wanted to. I was like, you haven't seen the trailer. I might be able to. Put this on you. If, if uh, yeah, here's the image for. I would like to point see. out that it's like a backwards ministerial. <laughs> it is a backward ministerial. It is a backward yeah. But you can't tell me that's not a Minas Tirith. They've, no, but it's also like it's also like what if there was a Hogwarts in front of a Minas Tirith, and that's really obnoxious to me. I thought that trailer was fucking awful. I've not watched the trailer. I just got home and started this podcast. So it's just a bunch of men going like, if the the empire will remain strong, if we if people die, we will have more children. We're just fucking yeah, men. I'll play it. I'll see what I think about it. That's all I can uh, do. Yeah. It's really I, funny the, that like when the first trailer came out, Nora and I were at like, ah, uh-huh, maybe we'll buy a PS5 just to play 16. And I saw that trailer. I'm like. Well, if Nora wants a PS5 to play 16, that's her own goddamn business. <laughs> and you're just not going to play the small cat video game. It's on PS4. The small cat PS4. video game looks worse than Final Fantasy 16. Like, my Final Fantasy 16 problem is, like, I don't like this specific aesthetic of Final Fantasy stories. Uh, but, like, the combat looks fine. Whatever, whatever, that's fine. The small cat video game looks like a bad stealth game on the Xbox Live Arcade. No, it yeah. looks like a cute hype. A cute little cat running around knocking off bottles. I don't know what you're talking about. You're <laughs> avoiding bad vision cones and you don't have any tools. I I look at that gameplay and within three seconds I know exactly what game this is and that it sucks. 
I'm excited. I want to play the small cat. It's a small again. cat. I don't know what you want. It's going to be really I, funny like, when I, Autumn plays exactly 90 minutes of this and goes, it sucks, and then never touches it again. <laughs> That's what I do with every video game. That's true. That is what you do every, unless it's a deck building, uh, like, fucking and then, like. Then they say that, and then they keep playing. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you about the like the, the potential of small cat video game i i was i was on board with the pitch then i saw it the small cat trying to avoid a big robot's vision cone and i was like i'm out i'm out what about <laughs> that other small cat video game wasn't there one that came out like last year blinks the time sweeper no the like Damn, lateral gosh. damage or whatever no the one where it's like walking around like a small like miyazaki town not actually a miyazaki town but mm. isn't there just a game where he plays a cat are you talking about tokyo game, jungle <laughs> Little Kitty Big City. I don't think that's what I'm thinking of. I'm fucking I'm I'm just looking up ten video games when you're a cat. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'll keep looking. I backed cat lateral damage on Kickstarter back when people backed video games on Kickstarters in the olden days. I, it's really bad. It's I bad. have discovered that there are exactly four books that I rated one star on Goodreads. Please tell me the four books you've rated one Elantris. star. Elantris. Okay. <laughs> um, what is this? Uh, the Kratos Trap. They're mm-hmm. <laughs> calling me. <laughs> uh, star Wars: The High Republic: Light of the Jedi. Oh, man. Remember we were going to do a podcast about that, but then the book sucked too much? Yeah. I genuinely might be the worst book I've ever read. I'd have to think about it, but... And then The Name of the Wind. Okay, The Name <laughs> of the Wind might be worse, but I didn't finish The Name of yeah. the Wind. So, there you go. So, <laughs> those those are the worst books I've read, according to my Goodreads. Well, there you go. I still have no, never decided on a on a star rating for uh, Rise of Skywalker on my litter box. <laughs> I might have been thinking about Little Kitty Big City. It just sounds like the worst name in the world. Uh, Are you yeah. thinking about Blade Kitten? No, no, no. This is a, this is absolutely a game where nothing actually happens in it. I mean, I think I think this is the one. This looks like the thing you're describing. Yeah, it's done out. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Copy image of... Now, this is a cat. Uh, You've sent an image for the Blade Kid in an Xbox Live Arcade game uh, where a... uh, Let's say cat girl. The cat girl (laughs) in the bearish sense. Yeah, this is... Hmm. I'm looking at this cat girl being like, eh, this is not that much of a cat girl. And, like, I have the lowest standards. I understand that, like, cat girls generally just, like, you put a couple ears on a woman and maybe give her a tail, and that's that's just what cat girl is now. Uh, I have no horse in this race. I'm not like, oh, we need to go back to the true furry ways. I don't go here. I don't like, care in either direction. She's got Naruto cheeks. Does that help? What does that mean? <laughs> Naruto has those whisker marks. Oh, okay. Because you said the phrase Naruto cheeks, <laughs> and my brain shows up. <laughs> she, she got those Naruto cheeks. Naruto not caked up. <laughs> Naruto is like, explicitly not caked up. In fact, I feel like everyone in Naruto is like, just because of the art style, is like really like straight line, fully flat. Mm-hmm. Hank Hill. Hank Hill, all the way. Exactly. <laughs> um. And that's where dwarves come from, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
These chapters were good. We kind of got sidetracked there, but I really liked them. They were like, you know, that second one is maybe five pages. It was not a lengthy story. So. Mm. But, um... Wait, what is this you've pulled up? Oh, Cat Girl Without Salad. It's a way forward game. Oh. It started as an April Fool's joke, but they eventually made it, right? Is that a, I think it's a real yeah, game I, now. I think they actually made Cat Girl Without Salad. Okay. I mean, cat most, Girl Without Salad? Most days you're a Cat Girl Without Salad. <clears throat> You're just not going to respond at all? No, no, I was just, I was thinking about, like, yes. I, no, <laughs> I just know, like, deep lore, like, the origin of this April Fool's joke, and I was like, do I want to say this on the podcast? No, so. But then people asked why I wasn't talking, and so I had to, um, like. The the game I was actually thinking of is the uh, the Good Life, the sweary game. Which is you not actually about cat, playing maybe. as a cat. No, there's just a cat and a dog prominently featured in all the advertisements. I think you might play as a cat and a dog and a lady. Um, that might all be the same oh. person. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, all right, this game's like ludicrously ugly. Yes. Oh, this is hideous. <laughs> um, um, this is just what my I, I was like. I, I knew there, it had an art style, not necessarily a positive. <laughs> I just knew that it had a look. Uh, I found it. People do kind of look like they're made of paper craft this is like this is like if you had like a weekend at most to try to like recreate like a double fine art style <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. saying this is like a game jam double fine game yeah <laughs> how do you feel about this cat with sunglasses eh. Eh. Wow. she's got two beauty marks yeah, what's up with those two beauty marks on the cat? Or those the cat the doesn't have. The well, okay, cats have skin, but there's fur above the skin. You know That's who's a, really you know a... who's a good cat with glasses? Hmm. Blink's time sweeper. Is that game good? Should I play that? Game? No, I've never, I've never played it. I, I doubt it no. is. No, we can. It's on bad. Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. I guess we can all find out together whether Blink the Time Sweeper. This is good. Garfield to me. I can't believe uh, abdoral mapping one forty. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're, we're still in your handheld. You can't do this to us. It's actually. Can illegal. you imagine someone loads up their podcast app and they say, "Oh, extra long bag end today." I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a com- It's just a- the audio track of our new Let's Play of Blinks the Time Sweeper. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's, it's this audio file they're currently listening to. Wait, yes, which is about to become the audio track for our Let's Play of Blinks the Time Sweeper. <laughs> I have it loaded up right now. I, I have guess my audio- I guess Abnormal Mapping 140 is next year. We're not going to do Blinks the Time Sweeper. But... Yeah, I pulled a number out of my ass. I didn't actually know what. No, no, we're, uh, we're at 130, so oh, it's okay. next year for 140. Okay. Maybe you will do a cat game though for 140. Something that with the with a cat involved. And why would you be... to 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 bring back letting patrons request video games so that I can drop like an absurd We're we're getting money. rid of patrons being able to request anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can make you can hang on no, hold on. You can right now make a request of us and then we will just tell you no to your face. So what's the request? Uh blinks the time streamer. No, fuck off. I mean, <laughs> on a longer timeline, I might be willing to be convinced to 
play Blinks of Time Sweeper and have you on. You have to you have to play it and come on though. That's the thing. <laughs> it's a, I mean, I don't know how long the Time Sweeper I'm is. I'm asking <laughs> Autumn to play a video game to completion, so I know it's never going to happen. Well, yeah, so this was the thing is that like cuz y'all are doing Luigi's Mansion 3 this year? What? No. Two. Two. No, no, there's no Luigi's Mansion there's on. No Luigi's Mansion. There was okay, at one point, but it. it got cut. Yeah, that was okay. on like shortlist for the handheld stuff, but like because there was, like, a part of me that was like, oh, I could ask about being on the Luigi's Mansion episode. And then I was no. like, I'm not going to play that. <laughs> it's going to be a six-hour game, and I'm not going to finish it. So we were, just like, we, we were just like, no, no, we're not going to do that many Nintendo. We already have too many Nintendo games, honestly. Yeah. We're probably not going to have any Switch games on the handheld year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, also, I, uh, I think we were talking about Dark Moon, not Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely not Luigi's Mansion 3, yeah. It would have been, been that. Uh, I played Luigi's Mansion 3. I got about 40% in and thought it was so boring I stopped playing it. Never going back. It's fine. Fair. Video games. Modern video games. Yes. While y'all were talking, I had the idea for a new video game club podcast. Okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. It's not like you don't already have one that you just (laughs) love every month. Listen, I love doing the podcast every month. That's good. I I like doing the podcast. That's true. You didn't like playing Prey. I didn't like playing Frey. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to take a look at the launch lineup for different consoles. Because I yeah. looked up that I'm... and I saw Lair and I was like, I wonder, like, what are the what are the day one games for each console? I One, I love that you own a copy of Lair. And two, I love that it's, like, situated right in the center of our bookshelf <laughs> so that I end up looking at the spine of Lair just about every day of my life. <laughs> The worst part is on the spectrum of launch hardware in the modern era, not talking back in the day, Lair's probably like right in the middle of like quality. <laughs> it's but no, like, you know, Silent Hill, whichever one came out on the PS2. Is that two? I don't think none so. None of them were all second. They were, they were all, that image what? you're thinking of is second year. Oh. That's because the PS2 comes out 2000, but the 2001, the full 2001 image where it's just like literally six of the greatest games ever made, not been topped ever. Uh, is 2001. The PS2 launch lineup. Do you want North American? Because that's like a lot of video games. Um, yeah, go ahead. Let's go. All right. Let's just, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this. this entire list. You can't stop me. Here we go. Armored Wait, Core 2. The, the launch... The launch... Uh, here's the final definitive list of all the games that were released on or before October 26, 2000 by the IGN staff. Okay. Um, Armored Core 2, DOA 2 Hardcore, Dynasty Warriors 2, ESPN International Track and Field, ESPN X Games Snowboarding, Eternal Ring, Evergrace, Fantavision, Gun Griffin Blaze, Kesson, Madden NFL 2001, Midnight Club, MotoGP, NHL 2001, Orphan, Q-Ball, Billiards Master, Ready to Rumble Boxing, Round 2, Ridge Racer 5, Silent Scope, Smuggler's Run, SSX, Street Fighter EX3, Summoner, Swing Away, Tekken Tag Tournament, Time Splitters, Unreal Tournament, Wild Wild Racing, and X-Squad. Meanwhile, they still have not released a game for the PlayStation 5. Wait. <laughs> Eternal Ring and Evergrace, and Evergrace both? Evergrace were the same year? Yeah. That's apparently. crazy. That's crazy. Imagine FromSoft putting out two <clears throat> games this year. <laughs> They put out like 10 games on the same day. <laughs> Where's the fucking Evergrace HD port? Fuck Bloodborne. Never happening. <laughs> the PlayStation Classic is coming to PC. It's Evergrace. It's Evergrace. <laughs> <laughs> A sequel to a beloved standalone FromSoft game coming this holiday 2023. <gasps> 
Evergrace, Evergrace 2. <laughs> I think they made an Evergrace 2. I think there are two Evergrace games. I don't think so. Maybe. Did, but I are that? I the, um, is not. The are you thinking of PS- Shadow Tower? I might be thinking of Shadow Tower. The hmm. PS1 in Japan launched with two separate Mahjong games. So, Oh, wait. Forever Kingdom is a prequel to Evergrace. In known in Japan as Evergrace 2. N- nailed it. I, I did remember at one point Wikipedia searching the page for Evergrace. <laughs> Why is it called Evergrace 2 if it's a prequel? Because it's Why the second Evergrace game. <laughs> it's the second one. Game too, do you want to do you want to hear the PS4 launch titles? Oh yes. Give me a second. Alright, here we go. Uh Resogun. Um not on here. I think it's like launch window. Okay, uh Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yes. Um Killzone Shadowfall? Um yes. Oh, mm. Uh Neva Speed Arrival! Yes, that's that, what I bought. I, I, I was gonna say the order, but it was delayed, right? Yeah, the order's not so. anywhere in this window. No, the order's definitely not there. Um Ooh, like I remember Contact. The, 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 that was another. Uh, this is not listed on there, but you're right. Um, uh, like there was also that pinball game. Um, D- these are all the downloadable. St- uh, what else Funky, was on the disc? Funky Farm. This is specifically disc games, I think. So, is, yeah. I'm what like, about that Bound by Flame? I'm not that- saying anything that sounds like that. All right, everyone, ready for the list? I, the, the FIFA as well, like the sports games. FIFA is on making... here, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So th- th- right. Those are my predictions. Are there any other wild cards? Uh, PS4 launched in the USA first, other territories afterwards. Um, didn't come to Japan until 2014. Damn, I forgot that. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that was a whole thing. Um, launch lineup. Angry Birds Star Wars. Assassin's right. Creed 4, Black Flag, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts, FIFA 14, oh, yeah. Injustice, Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition, Just no. Dance 2014, Kills on Shatterfall, Knack, Lego Marvel Knack! Superheroes, Madden That's NFL 25, NBA 2K14, Need for Speed Rivals, Skylanders Swap Force, Warframe, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness World Party. See, here's the thing. <sighs> I was working at Toys R Us when these consoles dropped. I should have remembered that. And as you said them, I suddenly like flashback. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. I came in the day that Assassin's Creed something came out. It might have been either four. It was Unity. It I was, never. It was when Unity came out. I Nobody um... had put in. Nobody had put Unity out on the shelves or in the case. It was all still packed away. And I was like. It came out to. It should be out there already because nobody, came, nobody else like knew anything about. Hmm. You know, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't think about until now that you were working at Toys R Us at the same time I was working at a movie theater, and like, so I have very vivid memories of like, oh right, that's the week that the Justin Bieber movie came out. That's the week that Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part One came out. That's when Hobbit Two came out, or whatever. I have those memories, and you have. That's when Assassin's Creed Unity came out. Um, my um, enduring memory of the launch was watching Giant Bomb pay $50 for uh, Angry Birds Star Wars. And yeah. 50? Able to connect. Yeah. I played that on my phone. Yeah. Well, they, they were charging on the Xbox store $50 <laughs> for connect integration. Those launch streams are pretty good. It's a shame that we didn't, you know, COVID robbed us. Yes, yeah, so no, I've, I've watched those launch streams multiple times. <laughs> 
Uh, the Wii U one, especially sad. Oh, that well, that's oh. a disaster. You knew from moment one that was gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, could they turn could they turn the Wii U around and you go back and look at how it launched? No, that was never turning around. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to find a list <clears throat> of the Wii launch titles. Wii Sports. Yeah. Wii okay, Sports. so the so the Wii launch titles. Uh, let's see if I, how many I can remember. Can you see? Are you have the list? I think uh, I did Wii U, Wii U launch. I, I, I got it. Uh, no, Wii launch titles. Wii launch oh, Wii titles. launch titles. Okay. Uh, uh, all I have is I obviously I, Wii Sports, Red Steel. I oh, have yeah, an so, IGN so, article Twilight about Princess. This. Yeah, Red Steel, Twilight Princess, uh, Excite Truck, um, Raving yes. Rabbids, um, yep. Wii Sports, obviously. Um, there's definitely one other thing. I don't know what it is. There's one other thing that I am shocked you're forgetting. <laughs> um, is there? A, is it a monkey play? ball? There is a monkey ball. Okay. No, we plays way later. Um, oh, I reckon they came with the second. Um, we are right. So uh, I yeah, I don't know what the other one is. What is it? Is Metroid one? Prime Three Corruption. No. No, that's, that's not a so launch wrong. game. That was not a launch game at all. Yeah. <laughs> Like I know for this, a fact this list of uh, of this is... IGN Wii launch games. I was gonna say I know it's not a launch game because I remember oh, when I got this it. This is posted in May of two thousand six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, Twilight Princess, Corruption, Wii Sports, Red Steel, Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam, Madden NFL two thousand seven, oh, Dragon yeah. Quest Swords, The Mask Queen, and The Tower of Mirrors. I don't think that came out at launch either. Super Monkey Ball, Banana Blitz. Metal yeah. Slug Anthology, Trauma oh, Center, Second Opinion. That's later. Um, that Elibits. That didn't make launch either. Marvel Ultimate I, Alliance. I bought, at launch, the Wii launch, I bought Twilight Princess and Excite Truck, and my friend bought uh, Red Steel, and we swapped Excite Truck and Red Steel after we also got Twilight Princess, because everyone's getting Twilight Princess. So we swapped <clears> those <throat> games, and I played through Red Steel, um, and it, it was bad. Not a very good video. I, I had... <laughs> At launch, I got Monkey Ball, Red Steel, and it, it maybe Twilight Princess. Mm. Um, and then we went out of town for a weekend, and someone broke into our house and stole the Wii, so I never got yeah. to play any of them. Uh, I, uh, I th- oh, go ahead. I think <laughs> I think I found the actual list. Okay. Um, Star Trek yeah. is pretty cool. Um. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is pretty cool. <clears throat> so, That's first a game. Off, we've got Avatar The Last Airbender. Cool. <laughs> Barnyard. Ooh. Based on the, the yeah. DreamWorks film. Oh, I remember. Call of Duty 3. Cars. These aren't launch oh. titles. Uh, Call of Duty 3 would have, been a Wii, would have been a Wii launch title. That makes sense. Cars. Um, Wii version was released in November. Okay, November 19, 2006. Man, I just don't remember this shit at all. Fell all right out of my head. Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2. Excite Truck, GT Pro Series, Happy Feet, NFL 07, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Metal Slug Anthology, Monster 4x4 World Circuit, Need for Speed Carbon, Open Season, based on the hit DreamWorks film, mm-hmm. uh, Rapala Tournament Fishing, Rayman Raving Rabbids, Red Steel, SpongeBob Square. Oh, I did Creature buy Rabbids. Rabbids. Creature good. from the Krusty Krab. Uh, creatures spelled incorrectly with a C. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Twilight Princess. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Double Agent. Ooh. Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam. That, hmm? That's the really bad Splinter Cell <clears throat> game, right? 
You're going to have to be more specific, but it is one of them. (laughs) I like conviction and chaos theory, and I think the first one's okay. Uh, Oh, Double Agent is the really bad one. It's one of the bad ones. But the the thing actually is is that people like the Wii version more. Oh. The the next-gen versions are different to the last-gen version, which I think the Wii version is the last-gen version. People tend to prefer the last-gen ones because that's... It's like on the Chaos Theory engine. No one here is good as Chaos Theory, but it's building from that stuff. This is information I know, despite never having played any of these games. Trauma Center, Wii Sports, and World Series Poker. That's the end of the list. I don't think Chaos Theory is a game that you can go back to now. I think it's probably... I I don't think it, like... I think I liked it at the time. I don't know that... It's because of the imperfections in the skin. What? (laughs) I don't... Oh, shut up. I feel like Whereas... you really should have that, that should have been on it. Should have been on it. I should have. I should have. Um, I played Conviction like two weeks ago. I think that game still holds up. I've Find Sarah's killer. <laughs> the the thing that doesn't hold up is the like writing on all the walls and stuff. That is a little goofier than I remembered it being. We are the real monsters. Um. <laughs> Can we uh, read for ruin? Yeah, I got dinner. Can, do you want to leave? I mean, like, when, when the? <laughs> yeah, I got dinner on the way. All right. What a fucking stupid NPC this was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with two more chapters. Let me read the chapters real quick. Let me grab them. Uh, we're reading Don't chapter three just take so long. <laughs> of the coming of the elves and the captivity of Melkor, and chapter four of Thingol and Melian. So I bet he's going to stay captive for so long. It's gonna she be great. On my belly um, <laughs> this is this is all of uh, ten pages. So expect another banger like this. <laughs> well, no, next time this is the banger. Next week is the mash. Okay, yeah. We'll be. Uh... Can I plug first so I can pee just like last time? <laughs> yes. I guess this is the new rhythm of the podcast. <laughs> this is the rhythm of war. <laughs> The idea that anyone is still listening after that people are going to love this. What are you talking about? Us. No, I, the people who already like us will presumably enjoy the stupid bullshit. But I don't think they need to know where we are on Twitter. Who, oh. who is listening to this that doesn't know? <laughs> if this is your first episode, uh, the rest of the podcast is not like this. <laughs> no, it's actually pretty normal. It's if this is your first up. episode, why are you listening to the second part of the Silver Like, Go back <laughs> one episode. Go back one week. <laughs> well, all right, let's let's do the plug so we can actually leave. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. All the podcasts by going to exportodd.io. You give us a dollar a month, you get early access. You get five dollars a month, you get Pop Town Funk, which Nora will now explain. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> it's like the Red Letter Media said over here that you're knocking stuff over. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I've done at norablake.online. Pop Town Funk is a podcast where we roll random Funko Pops. And then usually we uh, engage with some sort of media related to it. Uh, next up is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh. Oh. We watched the first one today just like ambiently while we were doing other things. I just put it on. Um, that is a more fun movie than I remembered it being. But, mm. uh, you know, anything good about it will undoubtedly be rehashed and stretched out like butter over too much bread in the sequel so i'm not looking forward to that you can also listen to <clears throat> a journal updated 
on the Abnormal Mapping Network, where Molly and I play video games every month. Next up, we just finished Prey, which we recorded two weeks early because we just got really annoyed at it. Um, shit game. Anyway, next month we're playing uh, The Force Unleashed, <laughs> which I'm looking forward to. M, where can people find you online? You can find me online, uh, Twitter, EM underscore being. You support me and Jack's podcast. Patreon, club social, don't map and give us $10. Listen to VoIP Life. It's a good podcast. Nora and Autumn and Molly are on, and we have a good time. It's kind of like this, uh, the most recent episode. Normally, it's just me and Jackson cooking <sighs> off for an hour. That's it. Uh, you can yeah. find me at Headfills Off on Twitter.com, and you can find uh, all of our other shows at abnormalmapping.com. That episode of VoIP Life got me to download the Power Rangers fighting game, so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. Um, Autumn's back, which means you know what time it is. Hmm. Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn.